from the studios of Teeing It Up in the swamps of Jersey and Charleston, South Carolina. Joined by the voice of, of the Citadel and the host of Moral Mornings on ESPN Radio in Charleston. This is Teeing It Up Presents the Sunday Sprint. You've probably heard a lot of this country music down there, Luke. It does. It does. Um, Funky Flex, which has been my theme since I joined Internet Radio, um, f- uh, disappeared from the app, and I've been too lazy to reinsert it. Ah, well, I like this one. I think I like this one actually better. Okay, there you go. Um, it is ten six Eagles right now in London against Jacksonville. Uh, uh, the Eagles had good chances on their first two drives and absolutely uh, turned over the football. Sorry for spoiling it, Luke. Um, <laughs> but uh, needless to say, this is an int- you know this was a huge game, and then you've got two disappointing teams here. I'm not you know we're not like ruining anything for anyone. Um, you know, and and it, it's just weird how this NFL season is. We have a Thursday night football game that, because of injuries and the and the ineptitude of John Gruden, is 49ers Raiders that has a chance to defeat the previous game from a couple weeks ago was the lowest rated um, primetime game in NFL history. There is just and and I feel bad for for the for the networks. There's just some some absolute horrible games in primetime coming up. Yeah, we're going through a tough stretch here in primetime games. And, you know, last year, or even years past when it's happened, it's been more so because of uh, injuries to quarterbacks. And we haven't had a ton of that. Now, I know there's, there's a few more now, you know, with Tannehill, and obviously the Niners grapples been out for a few weeks. But we keep hearing that the ratings have been better this year for the NFL because of the health of all the quarterbacks and, and because of all the new rules that have kept the quarterbacks healthy. But... For one way or another, we've had uh, yeah we have a we're going through a tough patch here with the slate of um, of primetime games, and it doesn't help that now we have the word uh, tanking being thrown around the NFL with teams like the Raiders and the Raiders playing national games. So uh, there's some bad teams right now. Uh, uh, plus the Giants also, uh, who have had that That's title. Quote unquote tanking. Yes, suck for the duck uh, is the phrase being uh, uh, thrown around New York. Um, speaking of, of New York, the Jets faced the Bears today in the Windy City of Chicago. Um, windy with a chance of rain today. Excuse me. Um, I thought I was about to sneeze, and I said, excuse me, anyway. I'm not sure why I said that. Um, it's uh, really weird. Uh, the, the, the Jet performance last week, um, Luke, and, and we talked about this on the Sunday sprint as I made my way up to MetLife Stadium was could the Jets control Adam Thielen? And lo and behold, Adam Thielen makes an insane catch on that first touchdown. Sam Darnold never looked comfortable in the pocket. They could not establish a running game. Bilal Powell's out for the season with a neck injury. What was your impression of the Jets? Before I previewed this game, what was your impression of them? Well, yeah, it wasn't pretty. But it wasn't pretty from the Vikings either. That was just an overall ugly sloppy game yes. and the Vikings were able to pull away in the second half but you know just kept it close early on uh, wasn't overly impressed with either performance you know Sam Darnold looked like a rookie for most of that game uh, as you said he didn't look very comfortable and um, it's not a good I, 
you know, the Vikings left, what, they won that game by 20 points, whatever it ended up being, and I left that, watching that game unimpressed with the Vikings, and I wasn't pleased with their performance. It was just one of those sloppy, ugly games outside in crappy weather, as you know. Um, so that's one that's it's kind of tough for me to judge. I still like uh, the Jets, and uh, I don't know, I like the Jets a lot today. I'm surprised they're 10-point underdogs in Chicago. Maybe I'm way off, but I, I think that they could even win today in Chicago. Um, it, it, it's weird because Robbie Anderson's out and then was out and the Jets wide receiving core is, um, most likely going to be Curse, Andre Roberts, Rashard Matthews, who they signed, uh, uh, uh Sharon Peake and Deontay Burnett. Uh, that Luke is a dynamite number one. It's up there with some of the great teams of all time receiving core. consistent team to say the least um and that i think it's going to be fascinating today is which jet team shows up uh they got to play better defensively um they 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 let you guys have too many scores and you got a couple crossing routes underneath and that's been the jets nemesis all year and then that um helped them um excuse me um and and that helped them in the end um get that victory um which is a big one for you guys and for kirk cousins but yeah that's jets uh bears in a nutshell um i i i i think we agreed we're doing seahawks lions yes no yeah uh seahawks lions why'd you want to do this game luke well i don't know because we have to pick five games and this is uh, i think one of only five today that features two teams that don't have losing records uh so <laughs> Actually, I don't even think there are five games like that today. But anyway, Seahawks, Lions, you know, both of these teams are surprising me a bit so far at this point in the season. Um, they're both 500, so they're both in the thick of things. I don't think either team is going to be there at the end of the year, but I think they're both kind of overachieving this year. And they're two teams that are very dependent on the quarterback. Now, the Lions finally have some sort of run game this year. But as we know, especially over the last couple of years, the Seahawks have been, have been all Russell Wilson, and the Lions have really been all Matt Stafford. So... Um, it'll be an intriguing matchup to me in that sense, in that you have two good quarterbacks going up against one another that needs to do a whole lot for their teams to be successful. And, and I guess we'll see which one can make a few more plays today. But um, both surprised me to this point of the season. I don't think either one will really be in the playoff run at the end of the year. Next, uh, oh, sorry, uh, let me just give my impression there. Seattle has been inconsistent, and that's the issue for Seattle. They have to play more consistent game-to-game football. This is not the legion of, of boom or doom, whatever that was, on defense. They've, they've got to play more consistent football because Detroit and Matt Stafford can run up a whole bunch of points in, 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 in a heartbeat. I'm more concerned about Seattle's con- consistency excuse me, than I am Detroit's. Um, 
Next up is the Panthers and Ravens, I believe. Was that the other game we picked? Yeah. And uh, with, with this game, we've got a, a Panther team that's 4-2 and two and a Raven team that's 4-3. and three. I, I think it's smoke and mirrors and no um, mustard um, behind this for... Um, uh, behind this game, sorry. For uh, the Ravens, I think the Panthers win this game. They're, they're 3-0 and at home this year. I think they're going to be the better team in the end. I don't think the Ravens and Joe Flacco are for real. I've got to see this more for them, from them to believe it, even though this defense has played well for them this year. Yeah, I'm pretty similar to you. You know, in this league that has been all about offense, uh, the Ravens seem to be the only team that's winning with defense right now. And Joe Flacco's playing a little bit better. He always does whenever he needs some inspiration, you know, whether it's the contract or now that they drafted Lamar Jackson, he's afraid of losing his job. So he's having a better season this year than maybe the last couple. But uh, I'm curious if the Ravens, if they can keep this up all year. The old cliche, of course, is good defense beats good offense, but I don't know if that's the case anymore. And the Ravens are trying to do that this season. But I look at this game, these are two teams that are kind of built on their defense. Uh, Cam Newton. Uh, has put up good numbers, but I still don't think he's playing all that well. And the Panthers have fallen behind 17 nothing each of the last two weeks, so they need to avoid a slow start. As you mentioned, they're much better at home. Um, but the Panthers are coming off that big comeback against the Eagles, and the Ravens are coming off a game where a missed extra point cost them against uh, the Saints. So on paper, I think this is a game the Panthers should win. My concern would be that the Panthers will have a letdown after the biggest comeback in franchise history. And the Ravens will have a bounce back after they coughed up an important game at home. So uh, I think the Panthers should win, but I am afraid of the um, uh, of the uh, angle there where the Ravens are, are due for a win and the Panthers may be feeling too good about themselves. Hey, um, beating the Eagles is a nice accomplishment. As you said, though, I, to, to me, letdown is a possibility, but they're playing the Bucks next week. It's not like they're... Um, you know, entering a, a, a stretch of, like, uh, kumbaya. Um, or, sorry, it's not that they're entering a, a, a stretch where their next opponent is somebody big. It, it, it's the Bucks. So this should be two easy, quote-unquote, wins for them. And I, and I think that'll motivate them um, uh, more than um, a letdown will. But we'll see how it all plays out. Um Next up, I want to point out right now, uh, we're going to go out of order, Luke. I, I, I hope you're prepared to go out of order, are you? Yes. Okay. The game to watch golf during is Colts Raiders. I cannot be paid to watch this game. Do you have any reason to watch Colts Raiders at 405? Um, no, not really. Other than there's only three games at 4 o'clock, so, you know, I'll be paying attention a little bit to it, and I do like watching Andrew Luck and the Colts, but I'll say this about the Colts real quick, uh, I'm big into point differential, as a big stat for a team, and the Colts have scored seven more touchdowns than their opponents, I think they're better than their 2-5 and five record, uh, but we know the Raiders are terrible now. They are terrible, um, and I feel horrible for the people who will see this game, uh, which is much of the western United States, uh, the Midwest, Detroit also gets this game, um, and Tampa gets this game. I, I, I feel bad for you guys. It's, it's a great crew, Andrew Catalan, James Lofton, my friend and a friend of, of, of this program. Uh, friend of the program, uh, program Amanda Balionis, but um, and also Seattle gets this game. 
Um, but I, I feel bad for you guys because I don't think this is going to be a very good football game. Uh, what, what will be a much better football game, Luke, and that game is Packers-Rams. I was out to dinner with, with uh, Packer fans this week who are disappointed in the defense of this team. They're still upset about the Clay Matthews hit that led to a tie. They think they should be 4-2. and two. And they're concerned, out, and they're playing up against a juggernaut and a 7-0 Rams team. How do you look at this game? This is a huge game for you guys. Major implications in terms of records in, in, the, in the NFC North. To me, this is a better Packer team than 3-2-1. and one, And they're coming off, um, I believe they're coming off a bye, aren't they? Yes, uh, coming off a bye. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they are better than the record indicates. You know, I think there's a reason why they were nine, I think nine and a half point underdogs at one point this week. It's now a bit lower to about seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half, yeah. Vegas is telling us that outside of Aaron Rodgers, the Packers don't have anything. And we've known that for a couple of years, but now Rodgers is 100%. And we saw when he was injured last year, they looked like the Cleveland Browns. Uh, it's the first time that an elite quarterback like that has been such a big underdog. I mean, when have we ever seen Drew Brees as an eight point underdog or Tom Brady? Um, so as great as Rodgers is, he just doesn't have anything around him. The defense isn't very good. He doesn't have good receivers right now. Has, they give it up on just running the football, period. And so they go out to L.A. and take on the Rams. And this is the start of a very tough stretch for Green Bay because after this game, they then go to New England. They'll get the Dolphins at home, but then go to Seattle, which is still a tough place to play, and then go to Minnesota. And there's a chance. I think Rodgers will do better, but I think there, you know, there's a chance that they'll have just four wins heading into the final, I think that's five games of the year. So heading into week 12, the Packers could very well only have four wins. So this is their season here in the next couple of weeks. They have a lot of tough games starting today. Uh, I think they keep it close. I think it's high scoring. But I just don't think the Packers have enough talent to beat the Rams on the road. I, I mean, Rodgers for years has hid a lot of their weaknesses. They just don't have the pieces around them. Um. I think that's what Aaron Rodgers does best. He hides weaknesses, and we shall see how this plays out. But I would not be surprised if you see a big, uh, sorry, sorry, not a big Packer win, but a, a, a much better performance recently. He was up in, in uh, Wyoming fishing this past week, he told uh, Mike Tirico on the Mike Tirico podcast. So I think he's refreshed and he's ready to go. This leads us to Saints-Vikings re, uh, rematch of that great game last year in the uh, playoffs in the NFC Divisional Round. Um, it is a, a retribution game, but I think the Vikings, sorry, the Saints win this game big. The Saints are a great team this year. They're going to make it deep into the playoffs, and I didn't think, I think the Saints win and embarrass you guys at home. I'm sorry. Wow, embarrassed. Um, yeah, I'm certainly concerned about the game. You know, Kirk Cousins, for whatever reason, uh, part of the reason supposedly why he signed with the Vikings is to play uh, half, the, half of his year or more than half of his year indoors, playing at dome and everything. He's been bad at, at home this year. I don't know if it's the pressure of the home crowd or what, but the offense has been much better on the road than it has been at home. So see if they could get it in gear tonight. Um, the Saints defensively, they have a very good rush defense. There's a reason why they got Eli Apple. That secondary has not been good. I don't think Eli Apple is very good either. So Kirk Cousins will have an opportunity to try to get some yards against the Saints. My concern is just how banged up the Vikings have become. They will be missing uh, at least five starters tonight, um, maybe a sixth and a seventh with most of those guys being on defense. But now you have to try to slow down Drew Brees, who has been uh, incredible. He's been completing over 70% of his passes since the playoffs last year, and you're going to be missing almost half of your defensive starters. That's where my concern lies. But I think the Vikings 
will have their opportunities to try to keep up in a shootout against that Saints defense as long as Kirk Cousins can make the plays. Because we, we haven't seen him play through his ability at home yet for whatever reason. Yeah, um, for me, um, you know, maybe he just misses being outside. I don't know. Um, for me, I, I think this is just Drew Brees about to put on a show. Drew Brees this year um, obviously keeps, you know, setting all these records. But for me, what's most interesting about Drew Brees is that he has no interceptions this year. 13 touchdowns, zero picks. When you throw for for nearly 2,000 yards, which he has, it is very easy, as you know, Luke, to, to, to throw a lot of turnovers. He has not done that this year, and, and I think that's a big reason why um, he's going to have a, 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 a great rest of the year. Um, 13 touchdowns, zero picks. I mean, what can you say? That's just really efficient football. He's completing 77% of his passes. Uh, it's incredible. I mean, he's been phenomenal. And I had a conversation with a couple of friends, and they, they disagreed with me. But I feel like Breeze is doing is more impressive than what, you know, Breeze at 39 is more impressive than what Tom Brady's been doing in his 40s. Uh, what Drew Breeze is doing right now is uh, is phenomenal. He's playing as maybe the best quarterback in the league. So um, he's as good as ever, even though he's just about to turn 40. I wholeheartedly disagree with you. Uh, I am with your friends. But, hey, look, uh, uh, yes. Yes, sorry, um, but yes. Yes. All right, Luke, um, unfortunately, we have reached the end of our radio program. Uh. I know. Very good job, though, and, and, and great timing by you. I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed. Thank you. I'm on it this week. I, I am proud of you. Uh, your game of the day. Uh, I, I, I always dislike picking the Vikings for whatever reason, so I'll go Packers-Rams. Um, I think that Saints-Vikings is the game of the day, so I'll happily say that. Your sleeper game. Ooh, sleeper game. That's tough. I think we picked the only five games that have really any relevance today. You know, I'll go Browns-Steelers because I've jumped on the Browns bandwagon this year. That's a rivalry game. Uh, I think the Browns will keep it a close game. Um, I'm telling you, I think the I think the Broncos have a chance to compete with the Chiefs for a while. You know, it's a rivalry game. I think the Broncos are going to sneak up on them, and Patrick Mahomes is going to have to do something late. Um, your upset special is also that game for me. Do you have an upset special? Uh, I'll go Browns. Steelers are favored by eight at home. Uh, I think the Browns will at least cover, if not win outright in Pittsburgh. Browns have been playing much more consistent football. Um, the game to watch golf during, for me, obviously, we said was Colts Raiders. Do you have another one, or is that it? Uh, today, that's it. Uh, Niners-Cardinals as well, and then tomorrow, Monday Night Football tomorrow. Yes. Uh, your Survivor game. Uh, I don't know if I picked them this year. I'm trying to stick by the rules, pick only a team once a year, but the Patriots, obviously, over the Bills. Redskins-Giants. The Giants are just awful and are just a mess, and they can't finish games, which is a major problem in the National Football League. Your player to watch today is Kirk Cousins, I'm guessing. <laughs> that's a good one. Hey, I'll go with another Viking as well. Everson Griffin, expecting to play tonight. I'm shocked that he's back and playing as quickly as he has. I hope everything's okay with him, and uh, hopefully he, he, he helps the Vikes. Um, I really don't have a player to watch today. I'm, 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 just, I'm just curious as to how the Jets react in uh, the entire Jet team. This is, this is an interesting game for the Jets. They're, they're sitting there, Luke, at 3-4, uh, and four, one game under five hundred. 
they're kind of sort of in the playoff picture, kind of not sort of in the playoff picture. If you look at the standings, they're third in the, in the division at three and four. Um, right now, the Jets are ninth um, there, but the teams ahead of them in, 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 in the playoff picture are, 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 you know, there's a four and three team in the playoff, and then it's four and three Baltimore, and then four and four Miami. They're just lurking. If they can get more consistent offensively, um, they can do this. So, anyway, that's my pick. Luke, thank you, as always, uh, for coming on this this just amazing radio show. My pleasure, as always. And enjoy your football Sunday, everybody.